I'm like, I see the tea leaves. The dangers of having your Alexa set up just in case it can see you have sex. Right. How could this possibly go wrong? So many ways. So many ways. (laughs) And that's being nice. Hello, 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 and welcome to Bitches With Beards. And on today's episode, I asked a question, aren't all of our lives just adapted screenplays? And Max, are you a pass-around party bottom? We're the podcast that attempts to break down culture with all the elegance of two coastal grandmas. But in truth, we're just a couple of bitches with beards. I'm Max. And I'm Daniel. And we both have opinions. So let's get this party started. Cheers and Happy New Year. Cheers and Happy New Year. Before we begin, I have shocking news. Oh, shock. That will leave you gagged and gooped, but not enough to leave at the end of the podcast. So I we have to, to start with it. I just had to get it out of my system. Okay. Are you ready for this? Yes. Hold my hand. All right. I'm holding your hand. The Hubs has used one of his Christmas presents. <gasps> Shut the front door. I know. I know. I am shocked. I am gagged, gooped, shocked, shook if. It's only taken how many years? <laughs> no, it's one from this year. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's not the one. It's not the one. No, it's the one he did request. It's his, it's his portable steamer. Oh, very nice. Yes, we are old. In case you thought from this dulcet tone, I was a young person. <laughs> no one ever thought that. The pass around party bottle. <laughs> no one ever thought God, that. God, if a, someone could lift me up and pass me about, I would be impressed. <laughs> Actually, they could. I'd be very horny. Um, <laughs> <In splay. laughs> so he has been using it. I'm very impressed by him on that one. Well, good for him. But yes, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. How fucking depressing does this so listeners, Rumor. we're recording on a Saturday, and it's sleeting, icing, raining, snowing. It's actually January 6th, yeah. so first of all, check where your small town boy was three years ago. Right. Um, the lights are off. Uh-huh. We can't turn them on. Oh, okay, it sounds like we're pot. <laughs> no, it's a pot. We, it sounds like we didn't pay the, <laughs> the bills. The lights are off. We can't like, turn them on. But no, the Christmas lights have not been switched on. We will be disassembling mm. the decorations today and tomorrow. Yeah. Though the hubs has said he's not. We're gonna. He's gonna find a way to do it with, without taking the lights out of the tree because he said it took him hours. Oh. So we're gonna put going to storage with two full trees and I, I, I support him on that statement I mean if he can make it work more power to him I have never been able to do that so yeah he's gonna try and I do get it he does spend a lot of time on lights oh yeah he, he loves the lights he loves the lights so much so I just wanted to start off with, with a little bit of good news and okay. stuff um, good news yeah. usually we do have a bit of messy bitches but there's not really anything this week and I oh. couldn't be asked with a poll quite frankly uh, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> couldn't be asked with a poll hey uh-huh. you know just to quickly begin um, we, with our podcasting family mm-hmm. a couple of shout outs this week usually I leave it to my culture of the week I haven't really got a new podcast but I do like to give out the people that have been supporting us especially the lovely Dustin mm-hmm. his Dustin can read and watch podcast is back this week after a hiatus he's been very lovely to oh, us yes. I've been on his one we chat a lot we're hoping to work together this year on some more stuff but it is back so definitely give him a listen mm-hmm. uh, the podcast that nobody asked for we will be Featured on it, not you won't hear our dulcet tones, but you will hear our top three list of movies. Oh yes, they yes. are the straight equivalent of us. I showed you the photo. The, they're, they're, yes. they're, they're, they literally they look like 
the straight version of us. Yes. But they're really funny. So we gave them our top three lists of movies from last year. It's weird saying last year this year. Yeah, because it was only a week ago. <laughs> uh, do you remember Jake and Adingas, the podcast? Yes, I do remember. Our that. episode finally dropped this week. Oh. I was like, oh my God, we were just that drunk they had to burn it. But <laughs> at one point. I mean, I, I thought that was a possibility. I always think it's a possibility with us. I think they've been. there's been a lot going on. Uh, you're, for those that aren't in the podcasting world, which you hope there are non-podcasters listening, it, yeah. when you're an indie podcast it's very you have to kind of like allow podcasts to disappear for a bit and then they come back and life happens and yeah. unfortunately that's just the way it is and finally um, the KJ and A podcast they asked for messages of new year which I was so busy didn't even have time to tell you that we can't say, do it I was about to be like what? <laughs> they're kind of being sweet guys and I was listening to their podcast and they mentioned podcasts at the end of it and they and one of them said to the other you know any you listen to and they said oh we do like the bitches of beards because they have been very supportive and they said oh we have to get some people on they said we're bitches of beards they're in virginia they're really Ah. local to us oh okay and then they even said you know one of you know oh i think max was running a marathon in richmond we would should have like reached out then so i was like oh my god they do actually listen this and listen so <laughs> they do know what's going on in our lives um we did message back and we said we're going to try and do uh, in person oh like ooh. one that'd be oh, quite fancy for the new yeah year. let's try something interesting like that but no that's my little bit of our podcasting so new year but nice people we bought with us yes and I like bringing nice people with us. And I like bringing bad people with us. No, joking. Oh. <laughs> mm, it's like do 11... You? Do you? It's 11.30. I'm still kind of buzzed from last night. Do you psycho? <laughs> no, I don't actually. I just can't deal with messy people. No, I, I refuse to. I can't. Talking about dealing with messy people, Daniel, how was your week? Oh, thank you. <laughs> so I, I like to drop in stuff and then see the look of horror in his face about yeah. what's coming next. Yes, and that was one of them. Well, I have a little bit of news <gasps> professionally. So I have started a temporary job for the next four months with my agency. I'm going to be in a different unit. Exciting. Doing essentially the same job, but uh, literally a pay grade above of what it was and with more responsibility, which is nice. Yet still the cheap fizz comes that way. <laughs> I mean, the fizz was not that cheap. Oh, that's a nice name. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> the fizz was not no, that no, cheap. No, no. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> but how's it been? Because it's a bit of a. It's an in-house move, isn't it? It's like going from room to room, but still the one thing where everything is in that room. It's very much an in-house move, and it's interesting because on the one sense, you know, I am getting paid more, there's more responsibility, but I'm going from having a private office to being in a cubicle farm yet again. Which welcome, to, welcome to my world. Yeah, I'm sitting here and I'm like two days into it, I'm like, I have got to invest in noise-canceling headphones once again, because I haven't been in this setting for like four years, and I yeah. lost my noise-canceling headphones, so there's that. If- if your position was permanent, would it come with an office, or is it a... No, it's one of these that if it does translate to something permanent, which, you know, we're hoping right now that it could, but it may not, and yeah. that's fine too, um, I would still be in the same cubicle <laughs> right now. <laughs> there, there is no office, so to speak. Yeah, you need to get yourself to CBS, print out some photos. Yeah. Just you going, hey. Yeah, yeah. I, I've already had a couple of request I'm like I need maps made I need something in this space that's yeah. colorful like something 
So, anyways. But how do you feel at the end of it? You because I know I buzzed you on Man on Tuesday. The mm. man, was it they say was it the Mondays of Tuesdays of the year? Uh, yeah. And I was like, and you were like, yeah, it's 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 empty. <laughs> I, you know, it remained fairly empty the entire week. But I think that was a good thing because I could wrap my head around of like, oh, these are the projects that you need to be working yeah. on. So it's very much like, you know, mapping out the year, so to speak, of like, this is what I need to work on by March. You know, February. This is what I need to be working on. Shifting in this. These are ten big projects that have got to go on and go forward. So it was good. It do was you know, do good. you know where the bathroom is? Yes, I do know where the bathroom is and the kitchen. Good, because I once started a job and no one showed me, and then I was only there for two weeks, mm-hmm. and I the second day, so I you know no one showed me, and I'm very British in case no one realised, and I never <laughs> asked anyone, and. The second I was somehow managed to get through the whole day without peeing, and uh-huh. then the second day I was too embarrassed to ask because it was obvious I had spent the first day not peeing or where did I pee? So I spent two weeks waiting eight hours a day to not pee. Oh my god! <laughs> That's ultimate Britishness for you. <laughs> I mean, my biggest thing right now is I have got to find a tea kettle because I'm like I need to have tea, and I'm like I can't find it. Is so. that one of those hot water dispensers which is never quite hot enough? It's they have one of those. I'm like this is not hot enough, and I'm sitting here and I'm like, do I bring my own tea kettle? Do I? Because I, I, I have one, and I'm like, mm, do I do it? I actually have two of them. Yeah, would it get stolen? That That's the question. I'm like, do I bring them? And just nice not one? giving away too much of what Daniel yeah. works. Daniel doesn't work for, like, a basic organisation. Daniel works for a big organisation, and the idea that you could still get your tea kettle stolen is shook you. <laughs> There's literally a sign in the kitchen that says, you know, do not take stuff that's not yours. And I'm like, hey, yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> there are kleptos even in this part of the government. <laughs> usually it's a mug, isn't it? And some people do. Yeah, it's some people, it's a mug. Some people yes. don't have an issue just picking a mug up. Yeah. Do you have to get put through compliance, though, if you bring a kettle? That's what I've got to figure out as well. Yeah, because if those that don't know, sometimes you can't bring electronics into the new building that have to get it checked because you, it's so... it's Yeah, so it's one of these, and I'm just like, do I want to go through this? Do I want to... Do I just try to find a kettle somewhere else in the building? I'm like, ugh, because there's a kitchen on the second floor. And nice. I'm like, there might be one there. Yeah, go have a look. Yeah. Get some steps in. Yeah, get some steps in. Well, I'm already getting steps in. From... But I know you've had a quite week apart from that. We, had a, we actually, though, because we had New Year's, mm-hmm. uh, we had lovely Christian's birthday Friday. Yes. Yeah, after yeah. the recording. Yeah. And that was a nice evening. We got it some was. Mexican. It was very nice. And Saturday was quiet. Yeah, Saturday was quiet. We went to meet a mate at the hubs you hadn't seen for a while. We yeah. buzzed and we went and got drinks. We spent like three nights in pop somehow or other. Oh. Well, because... I mean, don't get me wrong, I love going pop. to pop, but yeah. Yeah, we didn't... Or we went... Did we go first? We went Thursday after The Colour Purple. Yes. And then we went Friday after Christian's. So right. Christian... Took us to a new bar um, first in DC, which is a um, it's a space for uh, queer people of color. Right. Uh, Christian wanted to check it out, um, mm-hmm. and we we went, and it was it was busy. Um, it was very busy. busy, and I would not go. I would. I don't do busy. Squeeze your way through. Shout at the bar. I can't do it. I'm too old. Well, it was one of these like you couldn't have a conversation, and I just the entire time I was like. Is the air conditioning on? Is there a window open? Like, we need something. Like, and we thought we'd be in the complainy ones, and then we saw uh, someone like fanning themselves, and we're yeah, like, yeah. everyone's like, it's so hot in here. No, it was, it was like, it was too hot. And I was just like, oh my God. And I don't know if it was because there were so many people in there, which was great, but I was just like, I need to breathe. I was like, I can't take off any more clothing. Like, it was kind of random because we 
separated. The groups then separated, and a couple of people, including the priest, went to bunker. Right. Which we were like, well, I don't like. There's no cover there apparently anymore no, because yeah. I think they realised no one was going. Yeah. Uh, so we decided that we were going to do the older thing of um, go to pot, pop out <laughs> pot and get wine because we just like no because bunkers all turn into chimcha and I, I actually I do I would like to go again but I, I was just not after especially a lot of Mexican food. Yeah. Um, so we went to pop and then because the hubs had two other birthdays that night mm. so he came, he met yeah, us yeah, there yeah. and then we were in there and then. As we were walking the dog, you went off home. We mm-hmm. bumped into the priest who oh, yes. was finding his car because he parked up at ours. Right. And we said, well, John, come in. We're going to have a glass of wine. Three in the morning, I said, you cannot drive. He's like, I cannot. So, and the matinee idol was there as well. So I said, if you don't mind sharing. And then mm. so, and I can guarantee nothing happened because I literally said goodnight to the matinee idol, leant round and said goodnight to the priest. And he was out. Oh, yes. Like... Sound asleep like a bubby, and there was no one there in the morning, and everyone got, got up and, yeah. and left. So um, yeah, so we were there, and then <laughs> but that was the second night, and then Saturday we ended up seeing a friend of the hubs who was very sweet. I'd not seen, I don't think I'd met yet. One of those that he'd be mean to me. Yeah, I think yeah, he went to yeah. college with him. He'd been drifting in and out of yeah. DC, and so yeah, we did that, and that was nice. But then New Year's Eve, no one wanted to do. No, everyone, no. we that, were so tired. And I'll be honest, there was a group of us that all wanted to admit that we didn't really want to do much, but no one wanted to be the person to go, oh. So we met up with... Oh, I said it. I said yeah. it. I, I'm like, I don't want to see people. <laughs> we, we met up with Nick and his boyfriend, mm-hmm. Hubs' his best man at the wedding, yeah. and we got um, we got Japanese with them. Mm. But we got, like, a dish, had some, like, nibbles, and a can of supply. It came to $100 for two people. No. Yeah. No. And it's a traditional thing, no. and I, I said after that, I said looks at the hubs and he's like no we're, we're, we're kind of done at this point Yeah. so we went back and then no one really knew what to do and then Jane, then the hubs got a buzz from do you remember the Scottish Canadian couple we okay, met yeah, yeah, yeah they were like well we don't know what to do so uh, we went over to Ice Company and there was no cover and it was kind of empty it wasn't empty but it yeah. wasn't like a Saturday night Yeah. had a few drinks there and about half eleven we all went came back here Huge orgy, no. Um, yeah. no, uh, no, we, and I said, well, we said, we got a couple of bottles of fizz in the fridge, the fridge for this purpose. And everyone raised a glass, had a chat, but everyone's kind of done by one thirty. Yeah. Uh, so that was it. And then New Year's Day, I had my traditions. We, we just sat there, did nothing. And then evening, I said, I want to get out. And the kind of reason to go to a bar was I think we'd just been so stagnant. And then mm-hmm. afterwards, I was like, one last take out and then we'll be good and that was it and then week itself a couple of bits go on which mm-hmm. go into because maybe you know me it's around movies but um, that was it but yeah it was a nice way to end end like the holiday season oh yes I will say this I ended New Year's Eve in bed at 10 10.30 yeah and I was underneath my covers I had my you know sleep machine going for the ambient noise, I had like lavender on me, and I was just like, "Oh, this is perfect." You smelled like Judy Dench. I did, and then all of a sudden, the helicopter started flying, which is when I sent you the message. I'm like, "God damn, helicopters! Yes. Why are you flying?" So cool. Yeah, we had a party last night. We were going to do, a, we were going to do a fifth of January party, and we were so burnt out after Christmas. Because you've hosted so many parties. Yeah, and the friends who came to our Boxing Day said, oh, "We're actually doing one," and we said, "We're there." Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It was funny because actually. Not DC gays there, but nice DC gays. Yeah. So we had actually, I had multiple conversations with multiple people. Oh and my gosh. They had, they had a little bar, but once that got packed up, everyone was like, look, we see bottles and everyone's having a beer and eventually like, we have to get home for the dogs. But yeah. um, no, it was really nice. Uh, but it was a relaxed, one of these 
come comfy and I'm like I can't do that mm-hmm. and I turned up and it was like oh did you not come comfy I went no I don't know you're British aren't you <laughs> but no it was a lot of fun but I and, but because I didn't drink in the week my head this morning was yeah. like oh Max you, you can't drink like that if you don't drink in the week it's like your head's gonna kill you yeah yeah So talking of drinking in the week, Daniel, uh-huh. um, Ina's here to wander around her lovely garden. Her, what have we got? Her very lush garden. So Ina's very lush garden is brought to you today by a lovely pear mimosa. Cheers. Cheers. So listeners, all you do is just add pear juice to champagne. It's simple. It's a little bit different, though. We don't have a snackette for Ina's. I was going to get, though, but I did not because I just could not this function. <laughs> a wee little birthday cake because it's a very special birthday this week. It's our goddess's birthday. Oh, yes. I was about to be like, whose birthday? 5th of January. <laughs> Actually, should mention message my mother, because it's her birthday yesterday as well. Oh. Actually, also saying that, happy birthday, mum. I can't, shit, I was about to say. <laughs> Two goddesses this week. It is my mother's. And it was also the devil's birthday this week. It was my mother's birthday on the 3rd. Well. <laughs> those Capricorns. Those Capricorns. So, mother, happy birthday. We'll speak to you tomorrow. But it is... A one Miss Diane Keaton's birthday. Cheers to that coastal grab goddess of all coastal grandmas. Cheers. Cheers, cheers, cheers. We do well, love gosh you. Gosh and I, gosh and I, and I, gosh. And we raise a glass of white wine, pull from an overstocked wine fridge, <laughs> and look out to the sea and go, what place shall I write next? <laughs> oh, and our turtlenecks. Mm. Obviously, that is the only game used this week. Oh, yes. But there might be some more. There might be a little bit more. So that's enough to about Diane Keating. Daniel, what's happening in the gayborhoods? So this is the portion of the podcast where we discuss the news that is gay, gay adjacent, or just a little bit camp. I want to go first because my first bit of news is fucking depressing and we don't really yes. want to touch it. Yes. So this week, um, Harvard President Claudine Gay resigned after a firestorm of criticism. And there was a lot. There was a lot. Now, we are not going to go into this no. in depth because <laughs> there is a lot of stuff that we vowed, vowed to the goddess that we would not talk about on this podcast. And I will say this, listeners, you can go look it up for yourselves for the most part. But just so people are aware, uh, Gay was the 30th president of Harvard and the first person of colour and the first black woman. Mm-hmm. Following the 2023 Hamas attack, led attacks on Israel, Gay and two other presidents addressed Congress, but many felt she failed to properly address the anti-Semitism on campus. Though mm-hmm. so it was, she did have a very diplomatic answer. Right. That is all we are going to say on that. 70 members of Congress, including, and I'm going to say a name, it's spelled Elistaphonic, but I think it's pronounced Cunty McCuntface, <laughs> requested that they resign. And then also, after some unproven accusations of plagiarism, Miss Gay stepped down. Mm-hmm. The issue is not so much plagiarism, it was she incorrectly cited. I think that's that word. She incorrectly cited cited a source. Source, and they do say that had her that been presented now, it would not have passed the whatever AI things. Yeah, you typically send it through like ChatGPT or something like that. But yeah, I have heard her address to Congress. I I do sit there. It's one of those. If it was a Ricky Gervais sitcom, you'd be like, just shut up, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But the issue that I have, and I I don't want to speak for Daniel, but I think you're also aware is that. The, the DEI, the diversity, equity, inclusion situation of it all, is now under a lot of scrutiny and yes. fire, and that is what is, is terrifying. 
Yes. You know, and this is sort of like, mm, this was like a little like chop into that approach. So we're going to kind of follow it a bit this year and see what happens. I think, you know, D, Daniel and I are both, you know, we're white males. Mm. So our sexuality is very ignored. Yes. I'm not sure how Daniel got his new job, but hey. Um, <laughs> we're we're very fortunate that at the end of a spectrum, you know, it, it, it takes a very bigoted individual to, like, use us, our, our thing against us. But to some people really, you know, it's just terrible. It's happened, though. So we're we're gonna. I'm I'm curious. I'm gonna follow it lightly and see what happens. Yeah, it, it's on the radar. It's not front and center, but it is on, on the, the radar. radar. But it's big. It's bleeping. My second bit of news is, and this <laughs> happened. This happened like I looked at it actually way before Christmas. It just yes. kind of got on our radar, and a friend Adam mentioned it, and then we were like, "What the hell?" Yeah. Uh, so we're just gonna mention it because it's kind of. Funny, sad, happy, bad. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's a weird story. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> so it's basically a couple of police officers driving their police SUV yes. in St. Louis crashed into the Bar PM, which is a gay bar. That's not the one you, you went to. We're trying to work out. I think we went past it. There's okay. two. There's one. That's a, there was two. So we spent our New Year's a couple of years back in, in St. Louis. And there was a bar and it was different rooms, different styles. A lot of fun. The one thing that was consistent was how their men stretched out those jeans. Um, yes. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so this, this this car, cop car, crashes into a bar. It says it was trying to, I think there was avoiding a dog or avoiding a park car, which I fucking love that one. But here's the thing. If you crash into something, you're going at quite a speed. speed. So... They crash in. The owners are upstairs. They come down. Uh-huh. Apparently, one of them push gets. They were. They're both pissed as shit. I mean, who wouldn't be? Be, and according to the officers, one of them got pushed. The police officers got pushed, and they had to arrest both the owners. Oh my gosh! Now, hmm. <laughs> well, our friends who mentioned this also said he kind of alluded to there's been a lot of issue with police officers in St. Louis. Mm. The whole thing is weird. There's not a lot of information about it. It's, it goes very... The trail goes dead. Yeah, and here's the thing. that Sometimes happens with stories like this, and they'll pop back up in a little bit, but you know. Now, I don't agree with... If you're... You know, physical violence, I do not agree with, unless it's a safe word. But... Um, right. To... These people would be angry. Right. And if Rightfully one of them so. decided to push the police officer... Anyone in their rock. I mean, obviously, also the police officers just crash. So let's also look at the fact they, even though whether right. or not it's their fault, they are still processing something that's happening. But also, we don't know if, and I'm not trying to like make up a story, but you know, what if someone tripped and yeah. fell into someone? Like, I'm but not trying to. It's make like the excuse, whole arresting. Yeah. If he pushed and went, you do that again, calm down, mm. we're going to deal with yeah. this. If it's a repeated, like the guy had to be restrained, yeah. I get it. Like, you have to kind of say at one point, look, mate, this Enough is not is working. Enough. Yeah. But there's been no... I, I'm, again, going to keep an eye on this and see... I'll Google it once a week and see what yeah. comes up. But no, apparently they, they crashed their car into this bloody business, which, again, there's lots of profits. And then... Structural damage. Someone got pushed <laughs> and then suddenly arrested. And I'm like, oh, big, strong police officer. Mm, you know, fuck off. Yeah. Um, my other bit of news... 
This is interesting. Mm. So have you heard about the Oscars um, scripting issues? No, I did not read anything with the Oscars because I wanted you to explain this one to me. Yeah, so the Oscars have two categories for writing. One is original screenplay, the other is adapted screenplay. Yes, that makes sense. So adapted is like there was a book and you yes, made it Yes, there's a book. Film. It's yeah. a previous existing um, source material. So like The Color Purple. The Color Purple is an ad- adapt- adapt- adapted. Yeah. And uh, Jurassic Park is adapted screenplay. Right. Where right. Tar would be an original... Tar, I do not know. They're still deciding where Tar is. <laughs> okay. No, joking. Okay. No, I mean, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Tar, yeah, Tar would be original because, again, I still think it's based on a true story. Oh, wow. But what's happened is, so um, scripts are being deemed adapted adapted by the Academy despite being classified as original by the Writers Guild. Oh, interesting. Yes, so two of films that have come under this is Barbie has been deemed adapted screenplay because it's based on an existing product. But, but um, this is why it's news. Yeah, this is why it's news. Yeah, I don't. Okay. And also, I, I saw a trailer for this. Uh, a film called Origin. Uh, it's about tracing the, the the film's about the exploration of racism. Uh, I, yes, yeah, I, I've yeah. seen the trailer for that. Yeah. yeah, it's inspired by the book Cased. Cast, cast, cast. That's it. Yeah, yeah. It, And so, but it's not an adaptation of Cast. It's the film takes the premise but actually explores the author as they are going about it. So it takes the theories, but interjects the story of the author. And they're saying, so it's actually an original screenplay that takes elements of, takes the theories of the book, but it's an original screenplay based on the author's journey in discovering these theories. Yeah, I have an issue calling that an adaptation. Like, it's not. Now, I, I know that people have been... It's a bit like when you see a film and there's two leads, mm-hmm. two say two, you know, a man and a woman, and you're or two women. Let's mm-hmm. it have to be same sex because yeah. obviously it's still the, the Oscars is still gendered. Yeah, is that some people go and I think it happened with um, Renee Zellweger and uh, Catherine Zeta Jones for Chicago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think Catherine Zeta Jones was was put even though some say that she's the lead that Velma's the lead actually it's Roxy's story mm-hmm. is that she was putting it into supporting actor yeah. in a female role and some of the reason for doing that is that they basically sometimes it's like they look at the field and go oh it's the like field put you in there you're guaranteed the win right. but other times it's a way of meaning they're not competing in the same well, thing well I was going to say it's so you know, but that's a decision opinion. by the studio yeah. as they push people forward for what category but for adaptation Asian, and original yeah. like that's that's not that's academy. yeah because mm. my fear would be that mm. maybe Barbie looked at the um, the field for Screenplay and thought we can get into adapted and you're probably more likely to get it, but, but that's not how, that's not how it works. Yeah, it's it doesn't sit right with me that Barbie is in that role for adapted because what is it based on? Feminist Barbie? No, no. This is the thing. Yeah. There's no Barbie. There's no actual Barbie storyline. It's no. not like it's been taken from something. Barbie is sort of herself, like, it, but it's also a product. It's not a story. Yeah, I can see the if if Cap- there's no narrative. If, if cast, I can see that a little bit. And I wonder whether or not... It may be that they looked at it and went, I know you've added in new elements, but actually, based on the book and the screenplay, we consider enough of the book to have been used that actually it is. And I can I see, mean, maybe. I can see that being yeah. the grey area one. But yeah. the previous... I, but, but the Barbie one, I just don't. Yeah, and, and you get to the point where it's a, it's a product, but at the same time then... If I decide to do a film about you, which I will one day, um, and but I I did it based on 
us, not anything you'd written, mm -hmm. could someone turn around and go, well, he's an existing human being, it's an adapted screenplay? Because Barbie, mm -hmm. if there's no, you're taking, you're taking, um, uh, oh, and Barbie's saying if there's no, I don't no, like that. But you see what I'm saying yeah. with that? Because you're, well, yeah. you're adapting his life. So what, what, what counts as source material? And that's why yeah. my opening was, are we all adapted screenplays? Fair. Bring it full circle now. Oh, I, I don't. Now we are going. No, to... I just yeah. no. I'm going to say no. We are going no. to be the week the, the episode that comes out the week before. Oscar noms we are going to be doing our own like right. genuine also to the What Keeps You Up At Night podcast I love you Sky I'm apologise that you went into our awards episode believing it would be an actual awards thing <laughs> um, but if I had to award um, the wonderful charming people that have helped me on my you would get get the award you get a, you, you can get a Chrissy <laughs> but no but no we are going to be doing legitimate sit down what yeah. do we think of these these films yeah. but this is interesting I think yeah. Barbie is going to and this is it Barbie is not um, a package Oscar movie but it has so many elements it has solid performances solid music which yeah. is going to come up later yeah um, and I think it's going to test a lot of people's perception of what is an Oscar nominated film yeah I think it's sort of a dark horse yeah. Oscar nominee I'm not going to lie yeah. So I'm excited to see where that goes. We have one more bit of news, but I'm going to let you go next. Then we'll go back to our Oh, news. yes. yes. I, I was about to say, I know what we're going to do. Yeah. All right. So gays and theys and... Oh, actually, no, I did oh. have one bit. Sorry. Oh, never mind. It was, no, I forgot this one. It's really cute. Spice okay. Girls are getting their own stamp. <laughs> zip code. I'm not happy about why they're getting a stamp. Why are they getting a stamp? It's their 30th anniversary. Oh, it's like the Crypt Peeker is Yeah, it's like, when me. did the Spice oh, Girls get to 30? So old. Oh. But I saw that, I was like, oh, fuck that. Oh, that means they came out when you were like, oh, never mind, I won't say that number. I just want to see Victoria <laughs> Beckham using a stamp. And what is this? <laughs> Honey, where have you, where did you live? What car did you have? I do think it's probably going to be a cute Instagram post of David Beckham licking Victoria's stamp. <laughs> <laughs> they should. They should they be should. on that. They They're should cute. totally be on it. Um, and on that, finally. All right. So, gays, theys, she's, thems, everyone in between. If you want to have your destination wedding this year, might I recommend Estonia. So as of... <laughs> I know, that's right. So as of New Year's Day, Estonia now recognizes same-sex marriage. They previously were recognizing civil unions since 2013, but they have since become the first former Soviet bloc to actually recognize same-sex marriage. And they blame, they don't blame this. They credit their more secular society for the reason why they've approved that. Or isn't that cute? Well, yeah. I mean, if you want to have furs, I guess, for your wedding. I don't know. I don't know what they wear in Estonia. Fur? Fur? I mean, Fur. something, I'd imagine. Anyways, in other news, if you follow Survivor, which I do not. I don't. I, I don't either. But Pavarni Shallow, who is a very famous individual on Survivor, who I think competed on five different versions of the show. Oh, yeah, because they do all-stars, 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 all-stars. And then, like, villains. Whoops, we left someone back. Favorites. And, yeah, Survivor, yeah. whoops, we left someone back on the islands. And Champion of Champions or something like that. Came out on New Year's Eve. Apparently, uh, they are in a relationship with non-binary actor-comedian Mae Martin. Love Mae. She is... Yes. They are Canadian. Uh, stroke English. Yes, uh, what was me in recently? 
Uh, I listen to May on the Handsome Pod, which if you want May, that's May Fortune Feimster and Tignataro, and mm, it's yeah. three, three people of um, butcher persuasion, and yeah. it is wonderful. Yes, May did a series I can't remember. That, that's the problem is I can't remember the series that May did. But it was good. It was about yeah. it was it was semi autobiographical about yeah. their addiction problems. Yes. Anyways, uh, anyways, they have are in a relationship. Uh, they're both being a little bit coy as to when yeah. it started. Uh, however, we do know that uh, May got into someone's DMs and Instagram in 2020. So who's to say how long this has been going on? Mm-hmm. But also good for them. Like, have your privacy. Respect that. Final bit of news. In a shock that I did not see coming, <gasps> the Ohio GOP governor, uh, Governor DeWire, vetoed a bill that banned gender-affirming care in Ohio, which is actually a good thing because it would have um, individuals who are transitioning that are kids, it would be determined by the state, by panels, and not by the parents. And he said, after having conversations with the parents, that the people that love these kids should be the ones helping to make this decision. But they shouldn't be if they don't love them. Right. Yeah. But that's nice that people are using common sense now. Yes. So he becomes one of a set of, I think, three GOP governors who have vetoed anti-trans positioning bills yeah i think they realize well they what side of history they're on yes yes so good for him all right so our final bit of news is a little bit sad but a little bit celebratory and i it came up yesterday and literally came literally up yesterday, yesterday <laughs> and i buzzed daniel and said that this is big and then also i said i think we should share this because i think it's a a little bit of an occasion mm-hmm. but um I was honestly shocked um, that she was still alive, but Glynis Johns died at 100 years old. And for those that don't know the name, and you might not, because she, she yeah. was a jobbing actri- actor, yeah. you know, she did she did a lot, but she was Mrs. Banks and Mary Poppins. Which is where I knew her from. Not Mary Poppins Returns. The original Mary Poppins, the mother in the original 1964, yeah, Mary Poppins, yeah, is was still yeah. alive. Yes, and this role itself was big because she played a suffragette in it. Yes, which they kept in the new one, which I loved. So I looked at it and I was I was reading a bit. And I we always say so. We're going to raise a quick glass. Oh, Cheers yes. to you, Glynis. A hundred years Glynis. But then I started looking at their. Life. So we're going to just say a couple of significant things about a woman who lived a hundred years old, married four times. Yes, I did read that. <laughs> yeah, they did. They did a lot though, because Angie's at that as well. I thought Angie was just twice. Just twice, well, just just twice. <laughs> I thought Angie was just twice. <laughs> so the one of the things is she was in a lot of plays. She did a lot of theatre, and mm-hmm. the one I would say is Noel Coward. Now Noel yeah. Coward um, was not an out homosexual but he was a known homosexual he was so a very much known, known homosexual yes. so for her to appear in roles like that is I think you know again did a lot of work with him I think he was a bit she was a bit of a favourite of his I was going to say she's a bit of a muse from muse. what I can tell yeah. so we love that about her yes. but what's next so she also won a Tony Award in 1973 for a very famous role yes. that we both love she played Desiree in Stephen Sondheim's Broadway A Little Night Music Oh, which she sang, Send in the Clowns. And apparently it was written for her voice. 
I can see that Ashley thinking about now, that. Right I now, I didn't. I sh- I love Sid in the Clowns. I had the pleasure of seeing a one Miss Helen Waddingham sing it when mm. she played Desiree. In, oh. But the, my favorite version of that is Judy Dench. It's always Judy. Dench, but yeah. I did not know it was her written for. I I was that really genuinely shocked me that little fact. But the thing is, like, I can hear her voice, yeah. and I'm like, nope, that that makes sense. And uh, she oh sadly they wanted to because it was Elizabeth Taylor in the film, and mm. I think she was a bit felt a bit snubbed. Yeah, I, I can see that. So. For those that think, oh, she is a person of the past, um, her last acting roles were in the 1995 film While You Were Sleeping, which I still need to see all the way through. Yes, I, I think I've seen bits and pieces of it. But it's featuring my favourite, one Miss Sandy B. Oh, we love Sandy B. And this shocked me. Uh-huh. Her last film role was in 1990 film Superstar, say, playing Molly, starring Molly Shannon and Will Ferrell as Mary Catherine Gallagher. She played I did the not grandma. Know that she played the grandma. Oh my god! Yes, I feel like I need to rewatch that now. I think we do. I think we should do a, a little bit of it. I mean, I, I'd say do a Glynis John day. We'd be there for the whole fucking. Oh, we would. We'll see so you next year, everyone. Bye. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh! Oh right. All right. So with the death of Olivia De Havilland in 2020, God bless. John became the oldest living Academy Award nominee in any acting category in 2021. And with the death of Betty White, she became the oldest living Disney legend. I am sorry, but this, again, we're going to cheers again. This cheers to cheer, this. This woman was a legend. Here's to you, Sister Suffragettes. So, Daniel, that has been, what has been gay culture for you this week? All right. So, my food of the week has been a lovely citrus salad that I did. Delicious. Oranges, grapefruits, a little uh, olive oil, lemon, and balsamic vinegar, and cucumbers and red onions. Served it with smoked trout. Was delicious. Nice. I will talk about the drink of the week whenever we get to culture, because there's an entire story on that one. I'm excited. It's going to be a bit interesting this week. Yes. My songs of the week were High by Steven Sanchez. Thank you, Instagram. That was actually a good recommendation that you did for me. Also, Murder on the Dance Floor by Sophie Ellis I wonder why. I wonder why. You still haven't seen the film, though, have you? I still haven't, but it's been playing everywhere, and I was like, yes, yeah. on repeat, on repeat. Watch Saltburn, everyone. It, it, you'll get why it's popular again. It's not just like, oh, that's cute, isn't it? No, no. it's really well done. Yeah. All right, so my book of the week, I finished my January book, Season of Splendor. Uh, sorry, A Year in Miss Astor's Court. <laughs> One's in right next to you. I know it is. I finished it this morning, though. If you like The Gilded Age, I highly recommend this book. Yeah. If you want to know what's happening in Boston, Philadelphia, or Washington, D.C. during this time, this is not the book for you. It also does not go into the African-American experience. It is just white New York City Gilded Age culture. That's my one qualm of it, but it's an A yeah. in my book. Also, my musical of the week, because last night the news hit, was Mary Poppins, the West End cast. As if Laura Michelle Kelly, isn't it? Yes. yes. And it was fantastic, as good as I remember it. I've never heard that soundtrack. It's good. They, they brought it back in the album, I should listen to that. The only thing that I have a qualm with is Sister Suffragette is not in it. That song was replaced by being Mrs. Banks. Uh... Yeah. I don't necessarily know that it was a better switch, but it happened. Yeah, I mean, we listened to last week in our Color Purple review. Yeah. How about you? What was your culture for the week? Food this week was the final leftovers for Christmas. Finally. Yeah, we sat on New Year's Day and I just plated everything up that I could and we consumed as much as we could and then just went, we're done. Oh, fair. But I did, so the hubs got me a tofu press for Christmas. Yes, I'm a lesbian. Um, 
lesbian. And we did a stir fry. I like a tofu stir fry. Mm. And actually, it came out really beautifully even. Uh, the, good. Yeah, so if you want a good stir fry, if you want a good to crispy tofu recipe, if you have an air fryer, I highly recommend tofu press or press it for half an hour. Then cut it into like little chunks. Like I like yeah. thin slivers. Yeah. They're talking about an inch by two. Uh, yeah, so yeah. a little bit rectangles. Yeah, little, little wee rectangles, but do soy sauce, olive oil. I do paprika, cumin, mm. and, and some garlic powder. People sleep on paprika. It's so good. Yeah, a lot of that is also is is the it's a Nando's um, mm -hmm. mix, yeah. and that works. And then you you drain it. You got don't because obviously get loopy. Then yeah. do cornstarch, and then it's seven minutes, seven minutes mm. in the air fryer. And you get perfect crispy tofu for yeah, that. It's Television this week, I finally watched the season finale, the series finale of The Vicar of Dibley. Uh, um, <laughs> this is 20 years old. Uh, I was going to say, you really... I don't know. I, well, things, I kept missing it. I missed it on the when it was on TV. And when I've rewatched it here, I've always... I put it on in the background. And I'm like, so well... So you just missed it? Well, yeah. More, I was like, I'm going back. I, I get to it. I'm like, no, I need to sit down and watch this one. And so I was like, I'm not going to watch it on my Alexa. I was going to sit and actually but watch it. But it Richard in it. He's very charming. It does yeah. rush it a little. I, I yeah, felt like the, there was a little bit more I could have added into the first one. Yeah. Like, because it was an hour long. Yeah. Yeah. But I liked it. And we started a Gilded Age. Finally. Yeah. No, we, 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 we're, we're post-Christmas now. So we've been kind of shooting through that. And I do think this season, they, they, they found their dynamics. Yes. I also like uh, the niece, uh, Mel Streep's daughter. Oh, I, why am I going to She's that? not a drip in this season. She's yeah. a little bit more, I like how she's involved in Ada yeah. and her cousin, uh, the, the Humu. But she's Oscar. got, there was a, Oscar, there was a scene where he's, he's lying back and she has, she's like sitting next to him and she's going, it, it just felt like they found their, yeah. they knew exactly. They felt like a family. Yeah, I was quite like, no, this season, you know what they're doing. Uh, movies I finally watched The Holdovers which is on I think it's on Paramount okay it's good it's the new Alexander Payne about it's it's a Christmas movie but not so it is about a boarding school at Christmas and the the kid that has to stay mm. over the yeah. holdover but yeah. it was really well done it's done very much like a um, a um, How Ashby um, movie from the 70s mm. uh, so it feels like it's very gritty it's set in the 70s mm. it's brilliant Iron Claw saw at the cinema the new Zac Efron oh Iron Claw oh yes. yes tell me about this because you were like I'm destroyed yeah. destroyed it's about, I... it's about yeah, it's, it's a wrestling it's a wrestling family it's uh, a true story yes and they and apparently they admitted one of the brothers like, they had to because there was too much tragedy oh oh god yeah they, oh. like they, we were joking about it but no they said they just couldn't they had to actually oh. admit one because it got too sad Oh. So it's about arresting. They they are. I don't want to give too much away, but it is they they have a. It's about their rise to fame, but the cost of it, and uh -huh. they think they're cursed. Oh, and it gets Zac Efron could be up for an Oscar. Interesting. Could be up. I'm not. I need to yeah. reassess because it is a bit of a. But he does. He. I mean, he looks amazing in it, and he actually uh -huh. actually looks close to six two, which his character is. Uh -huh. He's five eight. He's shorter than me. I just say he, he's not tall. But it is a good film. It is hard though. It's not. Uh, it, it's not. A, let's go and watch a couple of hot men in like trunks. It, it, it is really quite brutal. Like there, there's soul to it. It's soul. There's a lot of soul to it. Okay. The other film finally saw Thursday is All the Strangers, which uh -huh. is the new Andrew Hay movie. With Andrew Scott. With Andrew Scott and... The it, love of my life. <laughs> it's excellent. Claire Foy, Jamie Bell. 
it's a really good film. It's hard to describe, but it is about a gay guy who uh, explores his relationship with his dead parents mm. while developing a relationship with a guy he meets in his apartment building. It's sounds complex. I like it. It's complex and simple at the same time. It's got a lot going on. It's excellent. It's actually set in my hometown, like it's set in Croydon. Oh, because Andrew Hay grew up in Croydon. Oh, so I was sitting there watching it and going, "That looks really familiar, like this little village." So they actually filmed it. In the he filmed it in his hometown. He filmed it in his house, his parents' house. Well, then, Max, I have to watch this. It's really good. We have to watch it because the hubs actually had to escape early for a meeting, and so he oh. missed the final fifteen minutes. But it is excellent. It's really and yes, yeah, so I was sitting there, kind of going, "That looks interesting," and then it the that looks familiar and then Sunset Station came up I'm like well that's the village next to my parents oh. and they go to the Wickliffe Centre while you had my first shop job you oh. know like and it filmed in it they didn't just go outside it they they mentioned it a couple filmed. of times yeah. and I was like no they actually filmed it and they, they, they it was empty but they did something I knew the angle they filmed at it's actually near the Marks and Spencers but oh. they, they yeah so I was quite surprised but this soundtrack was excellent it's a really good film really good payoff the soundtrack's excellent it's a, it's a lot of we had it on. That was what was on. Oh, okay. yeah. So yeah. it's a lot of eighties because oh, yeah. he flashes yeah. back in it to his his mum and dad are played by Claire for Claire for Claire Foy and Jamie Bell. Yeah. And so I will. That is then going to be my music of the week. Oh, I highly okay. recommend that soundtrack. But also, I never heard this song before. It's uh, "Soft Cell the Night." It's X. Yeah, I'll play it after okay. this. Okay. And that's been going on in my stuff. Final holiday movies. I know, I know, I know. I'll be done with Christmas soon. Please be done with Christmas. Man. Christmas with the Campbells <laughs> was a real funny and cute. Watched the holiday again because I like the holiday. I like. I love the holiday. Who is in Christmas with the Campbells? It's oh, uh, Brittany Snow, and okay. Alec Moffat, and Justin Long, and he's really cute in oh, it as well. Okay. It's actually really worth next year watching. Okay. We did do a cheeky princess switch. Just one. Just we did the second one because that's one of Cosu was you. Just a, a the fucking one. and I laughed the whole way for it. I fucking next year we're gonna do a deep dive into Netflix Christmas cinematic universe. Um, did a bit of a Bridget Jones Day uh, New Year's Day. So we did Bridget Jones and Bridget Jones's Baby. Okay. I, I find the second one is good, but too much like the first. Whereas Baby's actually different. Actually, actually the pubs had never seen it and really laughed out loud at a few of Emma Thompson's lines. Good. Good. The one about giving birth, watching your, your wife give birth is like watching your, your favourite pub burn down. Uh, was, <laughs> yeah, one that he loved. <sighs> and also, uh, we watched uh, New Year's Eve when we got back, very late, but we watched the New Year's Day, New Year's Eve Ab Fab, because what's a holiday oh. without jacks? Oh, jacks. Right, I think now is a jolly good time to take a break, and Glynis John might make another movie. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> In that time. <laughs> And we're back. Oh, Daniel yes, we took are. 10 penises in that break. Oh, just 10? It was actually 12. My oh, dear. I lost count. Uh, I only, only have eight fingers and two thumbs. <laughs> Fair. Couldn't get my toes out quick enough. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> so this may, that may have been a casual Tuesday for Daniel, but what's making the impact for everyone else? So this is the point where we check the feeds, we test the mood and answer the question, what is gay culture? Quick news update though. Cousin Jenna just messaged she couldn't get her way through May, December. Oh, she couldn't get through. Just literally as we were chatting. Oh my god. So that's culture for Cousin Jenna is that unfortunately she found Natalie Portman's character too cringe. Uh, fair. I've sort of thought that that could be the case. Anyway. Based on the trailer. Yes. 
<laughs> also based on the fact I haven't seen it, but it's like, eh, I don't know about this. So we're sorry, Cousin Jenna. We're yeah, sorry. We're very sorry. But what is culture for you this week, Daniel? So culture for me this week, with it being the new year, is that I have set out goal or an intention, if you will. Yes. That I am not doing dry January. I find that to be too horrendous. I did it last year by accident and that I was having to take medication. Yes, I used, yeah. I couldn't drink. But this year I'm doing drier January because let's be honest, I love a martini. So there's other words, there's damp and moist January. Yes, I I get that. But I'm doing drier January because I actually do want to do a bigger shift in my lifestyle Mm -hmm. and that I, you know... Want to have a little bit of a better relationship with alcohol, so to speak. What is your biggest problem with alcohol apart from an empty bottle? So apart from an empty bottle, so I actually um, had this prepared. So during November and December, I was paying attention as to like when I was drinking. Yes. And so part of it was, you know, I would drink whenever I was going out to like a restaurant for either brunch by myself or dinner with other people, which is fine. That's social drinking. I'd also drink at social occasions like, oh, we're having a party. Or I'm over here reviewing the hubs and we're watching a movie. Like, fine with that, too. Do you need to? No, I don't need to. But, like, we would do it. Yeah. Whenever we would record the podcast. But the biggest issue that I had with my drinking is, like, I would drink if I was having a bad day at work. Yeah. Or it's the end of the day. It's four o'clock. Pour a martini. Yeah. And it was one of these, like, it sat with me, like, because I've been thinking about it for a few weeks. I'm like, I'm not okay that I'm going to have a martini because of those two reasons right there. The other ones are fine. You know, for the most part. It's a social situation, but it's like, bad day, pour a martini. I'm like, oh, it's not a good reason to pour yeah. a martini. So that was my bigger one with drinking, was yeah. the, the good day, bad day mentality of, yeah. I had a good day, let's have a drink. I had a bad day, let's have a drink. Right, and it was the answer for both of them. Yeah. It's just like, why am I doing this? Like, I don't care for that at all. Well, the, 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 actually, what was interesting is, is similar to, in a way, is that Ross Matthews was talking on his podcast about when he was trying to lose weight, he would get down to a certain weight, then reward himself by being a bit naughty. And he said, right. you can't you can't reward yourself for developing a better attitude to food by then lapsing into it like, with food. an old habit. Yeah, yeah I, I found that last year especially... Mm-hmm. Breaking the mentality of I've had a bad day, I need a drink. I, I mean, there has been also times yeah. when I'm like, no, I do definitely need it's a nerve thing rather than, yeah, yeah. Like, and I, I feel like there is a difference in that, but like, it was some of these, like, oh, I just had like a meeting at the end of the day, that means it's a bad day. Like, I'm pouring a martini, I'm like, no, you idiot, like, why are you doing this? Like, absolutely not. Do, do you feel sometimes you need to have a drink if you want to make it feel like a special occasion? Uh, sometimes, yes. Like, I, at that point, I'm like, yeah, let's have a French 75. Like, there we go. So, so my one is a bit like, is if there's a new TV show that I, I love, I mean, with me, it's always Star Wars, right. is that, you know, in, if I have to watch them when they come out, because of spoilers, but also, right. if I'm not drinking the week, I'd be like, oh, it's a special occasion. occasion. Like, let's get it. And then I feel after, you know, oh, if I don't, it's, I, I'm making it special. It's not making it special enough if I don't have a drink with it. And I'm like, no, you can't associate... Yeah. Just watch the show. Yeah. Have a. I mean, I'm drinking. I love the old, uh, the sodas, the, the limes, yeah, yeah, Waterloo's, and the um, Whole Foods equivalent. Yeah. But no, that was a big one for me. Is can you make it um, a special occasion without? And interestingly, last year the hubs had a a, meet, a meeting of the first kinds, and he said, mm-hmm. "Would you? I like to like raise a glass to it." And it was in the week, uh-huh. and I said, "I'll raise a glass," and I'll, I'll, I had some 
drank it obviously it's bad luck if you don't right. but I had I said pour me a little glass and I had it and that was it because my one is that if you you know Daniel we're not drinking the week but you came and you said to me I've just been made president of blah 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 department or whatever right. and obviously if it is a big thing I'm going to right. we're going to go right. have a good night out of it we're going to get right. dinner right. but it's like just because I had that glass what I'm drinking now might as well just go and have a beer might as well up and up a bottle of wine right Oh, you had one. Let's have another one. Yes, and it's yeah, that. Yeah. It's, it's. I think my big one is keeping that door cl- like closing, yes. learning to close the door afterwards. Learning to close the door, but it's also like you just needed to have the one, and you're done, and that's fine, and it's okay just to have the one. Yeah, you don't have to get blackout drunk. Like you can have, you know, one or two. Enjoy that glass of wine that pairs really well with that fish or yeah. whatever. Like, just know that you don't have to be greedy if that makes sense with it like you don't have to be so indulgent like make it special by only having the one glass yeah situation and my other one is so i go to scenario as you Mm -hmm. as you pour people abroad with every week yeah when i go on a tuesday i rarely buy a drink one because i go because it's oh it's half price and i like my half price tuesdays yeah it's about eleven dollars a can of uh, Narragansett in yeah. that cinema, which is fair, fair play to. It's twenty dollars for. F- oh yeah, I pay twenty dollars for a cocktail every. It's time. twenty out. Yeah, twenty ounces, twenty dollars. I think in yeah, because the sixteen's yeah. the pint, and then they do one above. Yeah, nothing. You know, and I and, I, and we got we went to see Color Purple. It was and for us, you know, Color. You know, we try and see a, a, a musical every year. We never got to see one this year, so we went to see Color Purple. We had a right. drink. Then I see Iron Claw on my own. I didn't have a drink. And then, you know, Thursday we went to go and see All for Strangers. And it was at the Alamo Draft House. That's the one where they bring you the booze. Oh, yeah, they bring yeah, you yeah. the dinner. Which yeah, I was going to say, you, you eat Very complete. I just was like, I just want to see a watch fucking movie. Anyway, yeah, yeah, I can. I but I also, if you could go to a movie and grab a sandwich, it sounds great. Yeah. I didn't. I was like, oh, well, I'm going to get a pint. And I'm like, I'm not. Because I'm trying to disassociate alcohol feels like it's become connected and I know we're sounding yeah. like alcoholics but when, yeah, yeah. when well probably some people would say we are but yeah, um, someone say we should be an AA. it's trying to separate that sort of sense of that we, you get into stupid habit of drinking yes and oh I've had it going back to what you're saying of having a drink and then the word you know Daniel I don't know if you have it is you come home and you go I might have a nightcap and then you have a cup and you're like yeah so and then I, three later, it's like, oh my oh gosh, God. didn't mean to do that. And then your next day is ruined. Because you feel that head. And then you have a bad day, yeah. and then it's another drink the next evening. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's just a vicious cycle, is what I was noticing. So, I'm not... I I, I also get... I, I, I am going to admit that I, I like a drink as a social crutch. Mm-hmm. I, I come across yeah. chatty here, but I'm with my best mate, um, and I'm talking into a microphone. Last night I was at a really great party, but mm-hmm. if the hubs hadn't been there, it would have been a bit scary at the start. Yeah. And then I got in the end, I ended up chatting to so many people. No, we it was really lovely, lovely party. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I need that. I need that drink in my hands, and I need and it's the Dutch courage. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to break that a little bit. It isn't good, but so I would try and do. So what I would get into the habit of doing is, and also I'm trying to do a bit. It sounds really horrible. Oh. I'm trying to do more of my life. Yeah. And you know, I've got a couple. I've got this project. We're working next weekend. Hubs is away. So and another project. And it's, <laughs> the Hubs is not in town during a giant sex festival. So what's his husband going to do? 
Work on a podcast. Work on a podcast. And we've got, <laughs> and we're working on a, set, a little project. We're going to, we're planning out the, the new year. We've got a little right. side project we're working on. And I've got my own side project I'm working on at the moment mm-hmm. as well and stuff. And I'm, you know, I've got, I've got to finish this pod, Miriam Margolis is being left abandoned. You know, I'm trying to do more of my time. So it's not mm-hmm. even when I'm not drinking. Like the hubs can go into a bar and sit at a bar with a, a soda and just chat to anyone. Right. I, could go with him but also I'm like it's my one I don't get he does that because he loves that small talk vibe right whereas it's not really us so yeah. yeah I could I might well I'll sit at home and I'll read for a bit and I'll start dinner and read while dinner's cooking you know, yeah. sort of thing so it is about breaking that habit but in the week definitely Monday, Tuesday try not to drink but I'm also trying to take the fear of drinking I become scared to drink in a way like oh I don't want to do this because I'm scared you know what Max it's okay to go out and have a drink on a Monday right. if it's someone's birthday right. or if someone invites you out for dinner to go and have a glass of wine it goes back to intention intention because yeah I think this is I, I, I did have a little list of things I wanted to talk about with we, we will, we will but I think maybe yeah. not so much I'm just thinking in general is like one of the big rules that, that Daniel and I have is we do everything with intention and actually right. a Mama D on Petals of Support I mentioned that we mentioned it last week Message back and said, I like that. Don't have resolutions, have intentions. You know, yeah. why are you doing this? Don't do dry January because, oh my God, I feel the need because I want to be able to post on social media. Right. Do do it because you want to reevaluate your relationship. Do something that is meaningful to you. It doesn't mean you have to do dry January. Like, if you don't feel like you have an issue with, like, alcohol, then don't do it. Don't give up gum if you only chew, like, one stick of gum per year. Like, you know think about it make it actually a meaningful thing to change with you but don't do like and this is our, our two cultures are going to blur now yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah. but yeah. you know it is and I say that is like I Daniel and I you know we can easily we are wasps we can easily we have wasps, a drink yes. there is alcohol served with breakfast let's say in certain households not in ours actually my mum's a very good person but um, yeah it's not certain mine either but yeah, yeah but no it is easy there's alcohol with everything and it is knowing why don't do dry January because you want to be able to say at the end of the month I did dry January and then start drinking again in February yeah no like, one gives a shit yeah. you know do it because you're saying well I want to be able to A you know get to the end of the day and that not be my reward you know yeah. and that's why I say like you know if you if you want to sit at the end of the day and like veg out watching Golden Girls because you need an hour to yourself do that Make if that's what you need to reset but alcohol doesn't reset you no it, it will bring you to like yes it, when it, the thing is English have it cups it numbs of, you like, we have cups of tea that's yeah. our thing is we have that let's make a cup of tea and yeah. let's you know calm down which I but, do embrace <laughs> do embrace but it is it is about that and you know but to Drink to forget is not healthy, and that's what the no. you know. If if I had a bad day, you know, or something happens, and you know, I know you come over and like, do you want? I said, let's get a beer or have a glass of wine, mm-hmm. and it's a ritual. And yeah. I think that's it. Is is working out, understanding what your ritual is, and can that be replaced with something? Right, and I would say, you know, this past week, I replaced having a martini every single day with, with methamphetamines. I, I no, not with meth. <laughs> I replaced the martini with like reading every day. So yeah. I read a 500 page book this week, not to brag, but it was just like. Not to brag, it's 500 page book. You know, like that was my trade off. And it's like, oh, I got a lot out of that book and I finished it in a week. Like, I feel a sense of accomplishment, but it was also a really good book. But like, yeah. I also wasn't drinking the entire time. Like, I had something to do besides drinking, which was yeah. nice. I think it's, it is. It, it, you go in circles, but it is about. I can go in circles all the time because I'm drunk. Uh, but yeah. no, it is about it is about this year is 
our, you know, we don't like to gatekeep and stuff. Yeah. But I do think that any advice is do it for you and know why you're doing it. Right. So I think we might transition to that back to mine just a little bit. Yeah, please do. Yeah. So thinking about, you know, me, like I had the intention of like, yes, I'm having the martini every day or something like that. So I went into this like a science project. Yes. Saying, I want to figure out why I was drinking, which we've discussed. Yeah. And then it was like, so what can I do to fix this? So for the past two months, I have been experimenting like with spritzes. They seem to work. Yeah. You know, why am I drinking type situation? But I went into January saying, okay, we're going to try non-alcoholic alternatives. Try to find one at the end. And once we find one at the end, that's maybe what we're going to invest in during this year. So that we're not pouring the vodka to make the martini or the gin to make the martini. Yeah. We're doing something else. So we're going to go over a few of my, you know, experiments this week. And listeners, I would say for the next four weeks, we're probably going to be going over I'm like excited. non-alcoholic choices. Right Lab now. coats on, gentlemen. Here we go. Lab coats on. And this will be the most extensive one, I will promise. So I tried a toast rosé, non-alcoholic. So my other issue was whatever I was exchanging with alcohol, I didn't want it to be high in sugar or in caffeine. The biggest problem. The is biggest problem sugar. is sugar. Yes. It is absolutely sugar. So, like, you can find a lot of alternatives to, like, 24 grams of sugar. And I'm like, no, absolutely not. Like, that's the equivalent, if not more. Scary. Yeah. It's like um, when you go, like, vegetarian, vegan, salt. Yes. Salt straight away. Sodium goes all the way up. So, anyways, Toast Rosé. I like this, listeners, because it is zero grams of sugar in it. Perfect. But it is made with ginger and white tea, so there's a little hint of caffeine. Mm, yeah, but just enough. Just enough. I'm going to say this. It tastes like a low-end rosé, a little bit flatter, so there's not enough bubble in it. Yeah. But you will have a slight drift whenever you have it. So it's like, you know, if you have social anxiety or anything like that, you could have that bottle... And, like, it would take the edge off while drinking now, it. Now, when you say what what causes the drift, is it just the habit of drinking it? No, no. So, there is adaptogens in it. So, like, it actually, like, calms you down just a little bit. So, I've, I've seen these. I've mm-hmm. seen on Instagram yes. these ones. And so, it is, like, they, 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 they've... It's a bit like you... They have a product in England called Calms, and it's like you drop yes. it on your tongue. So they've used yes. this sort of thing. Okay. So they've done that sort of thing. I would give it a B overall. Yeah. It's probably going to come back around at some point in my life, but like, it's a good rosé alternative. So one that I tried, not this one that's over here on yeah. our thing, but a different one was the Cocktail Club Campari Spritz. Mm-hmm. It was very warm. Cardamom flavor was at the beginning. However, it ends... With a lot of berry, and you feel like you're drinking juice. Oh, you want that tang. You want a bit of an aftertaste. Yeah, it tastes like a cocktail to begin with, and then at the end of it, it just like there was an explosion of blackberry in my mouth, which is not bad, but it's like not what I was looking for. So I I like it when there's a bit of an aftertaste that's not distasteful, but kind of puts you off slightly having that second sip for a couple of minutes. Yes. So I would give that one overall a C plus. Yeah. However, there are other cocktail clubs that I have tried, like the Havana Twist that is sitting over there, which actually does taste like a mojito, yeah. which I would say I will absolutely be doing that one again. Uh, the next one was a Mingle Mocktail. This is rather interesting. You can get it in Whole Foods in the freezer section yeah. of the wine thing. It was a Blood Orange Mimosa. I'm going to tell you right now, that was a mislabeling. Uh, it does not taste like a mimosa. It tastes like a Bellini. 
which is peach paste. So I would I would say to the marketing team, like, maybe we try rebranding yeah. this one a little bit. Change the label, love. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Take the lab coat off, go back in the design room. Also, the thing with a mimosa, as we were drinking pear mimosas right now, there was no tingle with it. Mm. So it was one of these, like, in name, it's a mimosa. I'm like, it could sort of taste like an alcoholic drink. I'm like, but it doesn't have that special mouthfeel yeah. that you're looking for. So I gave that one a B-. minus. Uh, the next one was a Gold Thread Lavender Bliss. Only 7 calories, so that's a plus right there. Uh, low sugar. It kind of cooks about 180, isn't it? Yeah. 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 It's very mellowing. However, it is very heavy on the pea flower and the lavender, like almost to the point you feel like you're drinking soap. Oh. Mm, mm, mm. Yes. Yes. And by the end of it, it has a very kombucha finish of like an up note, like, oh, there's a little bit of sour. Oh, I see. I like that. Okay, so then, you know, the Lavender Bliss might be for you if you're looking for I should try Lavender Bliss. I, I think yeah. probably now what we will do is I'm going to look at your list because yeah. I'm just hearing about it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And let's keep it fresh. And I think maybe start the next episode, mm-hmm. I can come, I will report back on a couple of them. Yeah. However, my winner. Winner, for, winner, chicken dinner. For this week. It's called Cedars Wild. It's spelled C-E-D-E-R apostrophe S Wild. It is a gin alternative. If you add citrus to it, so lemon, grapefruit, lime, I tried it so yeah. many ways this week, it actually tastes like a fucking gin and tonic. Yeah, I've done a gin, a lovely Sarah made me a, a non-alcoholic gin and tonic once, Yeah, just because I was very curious, and I the gin felt a little bit like simple syrup. Okay, this one does not feel yeah. like simple syrup. This one actually tastes like, I would say, a little bit flatter Bombay Sapphire. Mm-hmm. And I, so it tastes it tastes like a boodles and so I'm sitting here and I'm like I will probably be investing in this like from now on yeah so you think that you could sit you could easily like take it with or something yeah I no here's the thing I had it by itself it does it needs to have a little bit of a bubble with it yeah. so it needs to have a tonic of some sort oh definitely yeah yeah but like it's a possibility can I ask you though a personal yeah. question yeah uh, no, what's the price points like on these so the price points of this, so the Mingo Cocktail, you can get a four-pack for $12. Uh, the Toast was a $12 bottle, essentially, so not that bad. Yeah. Uh, the Cocktail Club that we're sitting right there, that is $4 per can. So the thing is, you can get two cocktails out of that. So yeah, not bad. It's not bad. Uh, the Cedars was $26 for a bottle that does at least 12 drinks. Nice, yeah. Out of it. So like that's a better one. The gold thread was $7 for the little bitty bottle, which does one drink, which I'm like, ooh, that's a lot. My only qualm, though, is the Mingle Mocktail is actually, it comes with a recipe to add tequila to it in order, and I'm just like, I think you defeated the purpose right there. Yeah. That... You know, that that's my one qualm is like some of these are just like, oh, but if you add tequila to it, do it in this proportion. Or if you add vodka, and I'm like, the point is not to add any alcohol to this. I would say one of the biggest issues of a lot of people with not drinking, and we had conversations last night with mm-hmm. a lot of people, there's people that are, you know, like we're doing dry January, there was uh-huh. people doing this, people doing that. And everyone was sort of very supportive. Of, and there was a lot of, I've been yeah. like this, questions. I actually should have put a, a fly out for the podcast last night. Yeah. yeah. But, um, one I think the issues this is not said but I feel is that if you don't drink and 
there is a, oh, you know, was it? I feel like quite childish not drinking alcohol at parties. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'm just drinking mixers. Yeah. And when you put on a can, add tequila. You, yeah. That doesn't. That's not a mocktail now. No. That's a that's a mixer. Right. And that's that's kind of again adding to the stigma of well, what went wrong that you can't drink. Right. Absolutely. I also want to point out that I did not know that Daniel had price points. I was just generally asking a question. No, no. And my buddy here was completely prepared for whatever bullshit I threw at him. No, and here's the thing. Like, I have already ordered my uh, mocktails to try for next week, so there's going to be two. And I already have price points for those, too. And, you know, here's the thing. Like, some of your alternatives are going to be, like, $40 a bottle. And I'm like, that's not cost... That, that's not acceptable cost-wise, even if it is a quality product that tastes like X, Y, and Z. So, yeah. so, I would love if anyone out there, we are Bearded Bitch Pod on Twitter. You can actually find me on Instagram. Our Instagram's still down, isn't it? Yes. But still I'm Maxicamo on Instagram. Or if you want to, email us at bwbthepodcast at gmail.com. If you have any suggestions of good products or little uh, life hacks to yeah. create that tang. Yes, the tang. The tang, tang is what you want. You, the tang or the pop. Like if I'm drinking a sh- champagne alternative, yeah. there's got to be a bubble. Or just generally how you get through social situations. Yeah. I like to float occasionally, but I also then completely float out the room. That's it. Someone opens a window <laughs> and I'm like, bye. I was about to say, I have seen you go out the, the window. window. <laughs> but no, because no, I think this year we're not going to say we are not going to do a whole this is how you live your best life but just support each other yes talk to your support circle support circle if you don't want to drink a bit let them know you're not doing this or you're not doing that do anything with intention know why you're doing it don't feel that if you've got just because your plans involve only you and maybe a tissue and some lotion that doesn't mean they're not plans right that's all I'm gonna, that's all I can say is just yes. if you don't want to go to a happy hour because you kind of want to sit and watch a movie of a fucking frozen pizza do it do it or if you want to go to an exhibit go to it if you want to do dinner at some restaurant and no one else wants to join you go, go by yourself know why you're doing know what you yeah. want to get out of it and you'll get it and I will finish off this section because we have got a bumper episode today uh-huh. if Daniel yes what is the correct correct response to I'll I actually know I'm not drinking at the moment. How do you respond to that? Perfectly fine. Can I get you something? Yes. Not why. Not, oh, are you sure? If someone says, I'm not drinking or I'm not doing this, serve them. And maybe in casual conversation, just say, oh, you're not drinking. Is that like part of it? Like say, oh, yeah. that's, 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 that's good for you. Is that dry yeah. January? But don't pressure anyone to no. fucking do a negative behavior Especially yeah. if you're only doing it to make yourself feel better. Right. Well, that got very deep quickly. I so know. I think let us now move on to the end of the episode. Yes. Bumper episode starting you off, but we've done very good things. I hope people stay with us. Yes, absolutely. I have a gagged and goops. Oh, fantastic. I'm What's going to leave me gagged and goop and shutting the front apart door? Apart from the husband using his bloody um, thing. Uh, yes. So, I'm sorry, I'm looking at my phone now. I, ugh, I just can't keep it fucking in. Anyway, my gagged and gooped stars Meryl Streep. Oh, do tell, do tell. So, 
Going to read out an article from The Hollywood Reporter. Uh-huh. At the Palm Springs Film... film start that one again. At the Palm Springs Film Awards on Thursday night, Meryl Streep made a rare public appearance and heaped some big praise on the Barbie movie in the oh, process. okay. So, Streep, who was on hand at the event to present Carrie Mulligan with the International Star Awards, took the stage following the presentation of an earlier award to Billie Eilish and Phineas. I love that he's just Phineas. I think that's amazing. And by the way, Phineas, he's cute. Oh, I would do Phineas. For their hit song, What Was I Made For? Mm-hmm. Before presenting to Mulligan, Streep told the duo, I just want to say to Billie and Phineas that you have delivered the Barbie love bomb. You saved the movies last summer and all of our jobs. You delivered joy to countless generations and genders of, of people. And you should surf that wave, kids, until you're old and deserve to be jaded like me. Oh. I think the recognition of what Barbenheimer and just that did, and I think for Meryl, who... We don't put people on pedestals. No. But she put herself up there for acting. I think that was just... I read that. I was that such a lovely article. And... As we discussed earlier, you know, there's going to be a lot of industry bias against Barbie for a heavy hitter like Meryl to stand there and go, you saved our jobs. That's good. That's good. And that's, It's also recognising, like, that they saved the jobs. I'm not <laughs> as know? much gagged and gooped for Meryl, but I'm just, I just, I was really like, that's a lovely story. Yeah, and, you know, culture is a huge part of our lives. That's why we do podcasts and movies. Mm-hmm. But thank you. Yes. I have no words, but Daniel does. I do have a word of the week. As I typically always do, it's ambrosial. I know half that word. So it's exceptionally pleasing to taste or smell, since we were talking about drinking this week. I thought that was appropriate. It's also food like the gods, if you want to use Yes, it is, because it's a drink of the gods, isn't it, yes, ambrosia? Yeah, yeah. I don't have a petticoat lane, really. I do have a petticoat lane. Oh, good. Talk your petticoat lane. If so is this one of your like non-alcoholics? Yes, yes. What one is this one? Uh, this is Manhattan Berry, I believe is what it's called. That's one of the very fit. Oh, it's nice. No, it, it's different than the one that I tried before. Oh, S- same company. Nice ginger, though. Yes, very nice on ginger. Uh, so my petticoat line of the week is if someone has left your office and will be out of your office from January until April because they're in a different job. We're talking about a friend of yours. Yes, we're talking about a friend of yours. <laughs> Do not get offended whenever they decline meeting invites in February and March. Don't ask. Don't question. They're not going to attend those meetings whatsoever. Stop sending those meeting invites. <sighs> Daniel, mm-hmm. do you think we started the new year correctly? I think we might have possibly covered most of the agenda this time. We have. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year. Stay safe. Look after each other. Cheers. Cheers. You've been listening to Bitches With Beards. I've been Max. And I'm Daniel. A big thanks to you all for tuning in and giving us a listen. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Please remember that only a mother could love our views and opinions. They reflect us and no one else. All music and clips are used under fair use. We'll see you next week, unless we're cancelled. Cheers. Cheers.